All right, you ready? What award do dentists win? A little plaque. Yeah. You get it? I get it. But. What you got? You got one? Welcome to the Iron Right Tattoo Podcast. All right, we back for the first here. Like we're not. I guess we're back <laughs> after the intro music, but like we haven't taken a break, so we're not back. But we're back. But we're back. <laughs> this is episode uh, thirty-four. So you could say like we're back for the thirty-fourth time. Yeah, you know, since the last time you listened to us, our faithful, fearless listeners. Whom I love and respect, fearless, goaded. Um, it's actually been a minute since we recorded. Yeah, that's for sure. Because last week uh, on Monday I had jury duty. You did, and the week before that, uh, you came in. You were sad. I came in, and I was already sad. Yeah, and then we decided that we would just be recording a really depressing episode. So and we ran errands instead. So we had an acoustic podcast. Yeah. Analog. Analog. Analog yeah. podcast. Unplugged. Unplugged. That was just the two of us. We ran a bunch of errands. We like uh I took care of some like shop stuff that needed to be taken care of. Yeah, it took like tax stuff and an hour and a half, maybe. Horrible taxes. We're not going to talk about that this episode. We are going to talk about um, why we started the podcast off with a dentist joke. Oh, yeah. Man, you want, am I elaborating on that? It's it's your two. Yeah. So um, (laughs) I don't think I can elaborate on that, you know? Um, So I had one wisdom tooth on my left side get pulled out like a year and a half ago, maybe even two years ago. And then now my other one on my right side needs to be pulled. Oh, it, it's a wisdom tooth. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's bad. Because it I, I have so bad much. teeth. Like I actually just have like straight up bad teeth. Um, so I just assumed it was just like a tooth that had gone bad. Oh no! I wish I got them pulled when I was younger, so I wouldn't have to deal with this. But yeah, that'd be ideal. I don't think that's the world we live in, though. No, because I don't think like can you. I think you can't pull them till they actually start coming in, right? Yeah, <coughs> I think it's it, when this pain is way worse than them coming in because I remember when they came in and it was hurting pretty bad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was only for like a day or two. But you said you haven't tried any like Origel. No, or, I haven't yet. Man, there's this stuff you get it at the pharmacy in Walmart or HEB. Like you have to actually go to the pharmacy and ask. It's called clove oil. Now, to my understanding, it's like a medical grade clove oil. So don't just go to like the essential oils and grab the clove. That's like for smell diffusers. Okay. That's not to put in your mouth. 
But if you go to the pharmacy and you get clove oil, that works 10 times better than anything I've ever tried. Because I have bad teeth, so I've I've literally tried every product on the market for like making tooth pain go away. And clove oil, uh, it's all it's all a band aid. You know, mm-hmm. none of it fixes anything. Like you're probably still got to get the tooth pulled, but when you're in pain, like that's all that matters is like I, I need this pain to stop. You know? Yeah. And the clove oil, so like I say, you take like a toothpick. It's literally like a glass vial, like this big, mm-hmm. like maybe an inch and a half. Stick a little, not toothpick, sorry, Q-tip. Don't stick a toothpick yeah. in a hole in your tooth. That's going to be I kind of figured that. Yeah. Q-tip, <laughs> get it in there, rub it around. Make sure you get it on the gums. Mm-hmm. And, like, if your tooth's broken or there's, like, a cavity or something, get it on that, too. Now, your mouth's going to burn like hell for, like, two minutes. And then you spit all the clove oil out, and then just, like, everything goes numb. Just, like, numb, numb. And it, it, it doesn't last forever. You maybe get maybe get like a solid thirty minutes of like relief. But when your tooth hurts, like you'll take any relief yeah. you can get. Thirty but minutes like, is enough. It also comes in like waves too. How is it right now? Uh I can scale of one to ten, maybe like a five. Okay. Like I can still feel it. Now we just ate breakfast. Yeah. Was it better or worse before breakfast? Like do you think eating exasperated it or is it about the same? I'd say, like, after eating, it was, like, a four, but it only, like, prolongs it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Arm & Hammer also makes a toothpaste called Sensitive, and it's made with Aurigel in it. Mm. So what I do... I think what I have now is, like, Sensodyne or something like that. See, the clove oil works best, but you have to get it in a pharmacy. So... Gas stations carry Origel. And you said you've never even tried that. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's worth it. It's literally better than nothing. You know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, you could just pop in a gas station, you get this little tube of Origel, cut the tip off, squirt it on your tooth, make sure it gets it. Like I said, so your gums are like a mucous membrane, so they absorb absorb yeah. the liquids really well. So get it on the gums around it, because that's probably what's inflamed isn't even the tooth. It's like the gums that are inflamed. And you need to be taking ibuprofen instead of Tylenol. Well, it's, uh, I don't even want to try to pronounce it, but it's the word that starts with an A. Acetaminophen, which yeah. is it's Tylenol. But ty- acetaminophen attacks, from my understanding, I might be wrong, but targets like the neural receptors in your brain that are uh, responsible for pain. To my understanding, again, whereas ibuprofen uh, reduces swelling, which is where pain comes from. So ibuprofen will actually, like, try to target the source of the pain, Mm -hmm. whereas Tylenol just tries to target your brain and tell you you're not in pain. And that's why it doesn't actually work as well as ibuprofen. But we didn't have ibuprofen at the house. But we got some here. Yeah, we're almost out. Do you need to take the last little bit? When did Probably. you when did you take the acetaminophen? Seven you want, o'clock. Okay, you're good then. You want to wait at least two hours. Yeah. Ideally, you'd wait four hours, but if you're in pain, now once you take the well, ibuprofen, like, you have to actually wait four hours before you can take it again. Yeah. But right now it isn't too bad. Um, but I'll eventually get it pulled. It just sucks. Well, um, we're gonna get you taken care of, bud. You gonna try to do that on your days off this week? Yeah. Yank it. You want to document the the no the process no, for the I podcast? Can't. No. 
I'll show up to the dentist's office with this beautiful new cinematic 4K <laughs> camera that we got. You're going to piss the dentist off. <laughs> I'll just tell him like it's uh, for, I don't know. Travel channel? <laughs> COVID research or something. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, well, I want to do my part. It wasn't too bad. Like, I have always had a fear of the dentist. Yeah, who till, doesn't? Till, uh I got the first one pulled, and it wasn't that bad. They put, like, numbing cream But when, when did you, how old were you? This was, like, two years ago. Okay. That was the first time I ever went to a dentist. Hey, you want to hear a life hack? What? All right, this is for all the smokers out there. <laughs> okay. And I, I ain't talking, like, Wiz Khalifa Snoop Dogg stuff. I'm talking real salt to the earth grassroots smokers you still like them cigarettes you know what i'm saying my people uh so they tell you when you pull a tooth that you're not allowed to smoke yeah you know what i'm saying because it, it creates what's called a dry socket which yeah. is basically as the scab the clot has started to form inside the hole and then by you creating so much suction in your mouth it creates a little vacuum that can actually pull that scab out Intense pain, right? I got you, bro. Here's what you do, okay? <laughs> Take a cotton ball, a gauze pad, something like that. Fold it up. Stick it stick it in the hole, and then just bite your teeth down so it stays in place. And then just smoke through your teeth. I, <laughs> dude, I swear, I swear on my life, I've had probably like five teeth pulled in my adult life. Because like my teeth are bad. I've smoked through every single one of them. And I've, never, <laughs> I've never once gotten a dry socket. You just got to protect the cavity before you smoke, like protect the hole, you know? I got you. So I just stick, like like I said, a gauze pad. I'll fold it up so it's like tight, and then I'll bite down on it. And a lot of times what I was doing, um, I was doing that anyway, whether I was smoking or not, because A, you're going to bleed for a while, so I keep it packed to soak all that blood up. And B, uh, I would use like Gel or something like that, put it on the gauze pad, put it over the hole, bite down on it just to alleviate the pain that you feel like while it's healing. Hmm. And then like bite it, you got the Gel in there, and then just through your teeth, you know? I don't know if I was that you? Yeah, that was me. I know Luke's not in school today. No. So that's not an emergency. Well, I'm gonna put my phone in my pocket so you know what? it doesn't vibrate on the table. Unless we have, unless we we find a topic to talk about that I need my phone for, yeah. I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Realistically, we should, you know, never mind. What? Let's say like we should just turn our phones off when we're podcasting. You know? Yeah. Because but... without fail, what winds up happening is I'll get a text or something, and I don't check it on the podcast. But I can't stop thinking about it, and mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll like rush to get to the break, yeah, to make so I can check it to make sure it's not an emergency. Well, you just you know what I'm saying? Just gotta tell your brain no. I can't. <laughs> For 36 years, I've been trying to figure out how to tell my brain no. It doesn't work. I've been trying. Maybe this is it. This is the pivotal point. Um. So we haven't recorded. This is. It's been three weeks because we yeah. missed the last two. There was a lot, a lot of stuff that happened in the world. In the world, sure. Let's start off with maybe what's happened in your personal life. Anything okay. major? Um, man, I don't know if I want to talk about it. You don't have to. Okay, or you I'll could just be really, it. really vague if you I'll want talk to. Talk about it. You know. So in two thousand five. <laughs> 
there was a monumental game that came out <laughs> that changed gaming forever, and they just came out with the remake, and it's amazing. Resident Evil 4. Okay. I haven't played. I don't really have any major desire to play it. No, it's fun. Um, I have no doubts that it's good, but a lot of my... I haven't been playing any games for the last, like, what, three months? You know, four months? Um, And so much of my personal life is taken up so much of my time is taken up that I don't I don't make the time. I don't want to say I don't have the time to game, but I have yeah, not been making make the, time. the time to game yeah. because there's other things I want to focus on. And I do really enjoy like going to bed at a decent time and, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Waking up early, getting stuff accomplished. Um so I and and that's like already low down on my list. If I were to get back into gaming, like that wouldn't be at the top of my list. Yeah. There's other stuff that I would do first. Uh, you know? Other stuff are really dry right <clears throat> now. True, but I also have almost completed my collection of retro gaming consoles and almost. retro games. So that's what I'm saying is even if I were to get back into gaming, it'd just be what you. Just I I would been... just be playing N64 games and yeah, literally the only thing I don't have is uh, I need a PS1, mm-hmm. I need a GameCube, mm-hmm. and I mean, for collection's sake, I need a, a Super Nintendo and a regular Nintendo, but I do have a console that plays Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo games. Yeah, I so, try like, my to, collection's not complete, but, you know. I tried to get that thing to work, and I couldn't get it to work. It's not plugged in. No, I plugged it in. No, there's, like, literally, like, a 5-volt, power supply that's not plugged into it yeah i know i plugged it in and then you plug you had a twisty tie on it and i untied it and and then you plugged the av into the television oh i didn't miss what any of that okay yeah like none of it was plugged in it was just sitting on the shelf okay that makes sense (laughs) so but uh yeah so if i were to get back into gaming i mean when i get back into gaming it's probably going to be more to and you can relate to this with resident evil 4 because it's a nostalgia thing for you. But that whole series as a whole, I would think. But if I were to play, to me, the the perfection of RE4 was GameCube. Like, I would uh, actually play that over, like, PS2. Yeah, I would play the, the new one yet. Well, sure, but I'm talking OG. It took a lot. It made it darker, but yeah. it also improved, like, the story elements. Granted, the first... The original had a lot of like cheesy one-liners and stuff. That's still sure. there. It's just not as overboard. I find any Japanese game that is like adapted for like American audience mm-hmm. always is like crazy over the top. You know what I'm Majority saying? Majority of the time, yeah. Like your Metal Gear Solids, and like it's always like oh, tactical military shooter. But then you start playing it, and it's like these characters way out of left field that look like they came straight out of some kind of anime or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember a game It'll be like 80% of it is like kind of rooted in being realistic. Yeah. But then that 20% is like Power Rangers, like off-the-wall crazy character stuff. Do you remember that game? It was on PS2. It was called Zone of Enders. Yeah. That was... That was a really good one from my childhood. My brother had it on PlayStation 2. They made a sequel to it, but I never played it. But Bro, we could do a whole episode about games that were good from our childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. <coughs> I don't... Jeez. <coughs> Lord? <coughs> my Celsius went down the wrong tube. And it's it's uh, orange. So it's like citrusy. So mm. it really burned going down the wrong tube. 
<coughs> Holy crap. Uh, so other than I would be that, down to do an episode that is what? just about like retro gaming and stuff from our like gaming from our childhoods. But I don't know that anyone would listen to it but us. I don't know. Maybe like my brother, you know? Maybe. And uh maybe Jeremy. So I think we get four listeners. And in, in, in that assumes that you and me both listen to it after we upload it. I mean, that's pretty much our whole audience, right? No, surprisingly. Oh. Surprisingly. Uh I get more comments and like like people texting me or like DMing the podcast uh Instagram page directly. Uh Anytime we discuss something controversial. Okay. Like that, yeah. that's 90% of our engagement as far as people actually commenting or writing us. Um, we still get listeners on the non-controversial episodes, but they don't engage with, with the podcast. They don't leave comments or likes or anything like that. Gaming controversies. Have there been any? There's been a lot. Like what? Um, let's see. <laughs> See, you don't even have one like ready, you know. Um, Resident Evil Five, what considered racist? I don't think that's a. Is that a controversy? It's though? it's been a lot of articles lately uh, because like hinting, of Four, yeah, and they're hinting at the remake. What's racist about it? Because it's supposedly because it's a white dude in Africa. So white people aren't allowed to go to Africa. Well, he's killing. Have you been to South Africa? Anyone? Yeah, it's mainly, it's mainly white people. It's just white people, you yeah. know. <laughs> I don't get it. It's just people looking uh, for attention to make a social problem. Well, sure, but I mean, RE Five came out when? Uh, Two thousand eight, I think. You're right. So it like literally predates like BLM and all that stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know that that was really a thing yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think and, and that's like an issue that we see happen a lot, right? Like comedians, actors, like somebody digs up a tweet from two thousand five and like we lived in a different world back then. I'm not I even saying two thousand five. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. Like and and I find it's most prevalent specifically with comedians because oh, comedy yeah. is is like shock value adds to comedy. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times they might say things that were racist or shocking, but it was for comedy's sake and it was meant for all parties involved, black, white, Asian, whatever, to laugh and think like, oh, that's funny. That is true or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And now like, I mean, every single time Chappelle drops a special, they try to cancel him for yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is true. And they can't. Yeah. You know, he's um, uncancelable. But uh, I don't think gaming is like. Uh, well, that's like the first one. I don't think a gaming is immune to that, though. No. Like, there were things you could do in 2008 that now yeah. everyone's going to get salty and 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 uh, have take issue with. Yeah. When back then we just understood that like this isn't problematic. It's just uh, entertainment for entertainment's sake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to just take things at face value. This is a retarded video game where you're killing, like, zombie people, you know? Yeah. And see, that's another thing. Everyone understands if I were to call that game retarded, okay, I understand that's problematic. But everyone knows that in no way 
am I referencing a group of people? In yeah. no way am I comparing this video game to a group of special needs people that might have learning disabilities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just common, like it's vernacular. And now we can't even use common language, you know? I, yeah. When I was a kid, we called stuff gay. Yeah. And in no way was it because we were referencing the homosexual community, you know? It was because like some stuff was just gay, you know? <laughs> But you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. now it's controversial when back then it was just like, we all understood that like, we're not even trying to be harmful or hurtful to no. a group of people. That's just, it's just language. Like, you know what? I am, I don't want to say any names. Okay. But I am closely related, um, uh, not even related, closely, uh, connected to a, a old white man who drops the N-word all the time, okay? But the thing about it is he works with black people. Like, his closest friends are black people. And this man uh, spent a lot of time in prison and was very institutionalized where everyone spoke that way. Mm -hmm. And everyone around him knows that, like, there is no malice or hate in his speech. Mm -hmm. He's just talking the way he was trained to talk through some of the courses he took in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he's got the pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get you. <laughs> and and so I don't know. I mean, I don't is this even something I should be discussing? Are we I don't know. canceled on this episode? I don't know. But what I'm saying is uh it was situational. Yeah. It's situational, right? Because the people around him that should be taking offense are the ones that don't care because they understand the intent behind what yeah. he's saying. The same way if I were, or a person were, I don't want to put it on me and get canceled, but if a person were to say like, ah, oh, dude, that car, like that new Bronco came out, that thing is so gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, obviously we all know they're what? not referencing the homosexual yeah. community. Yeah. You know? Well, I think it's just the people that take offense to it are just the people that want to retweet it, re re whatever. You know what I mean? And just cause a more of a, a problem to get attention online. Do you think that's what it is? Attention? Yeah. Like, do you think it's like offense for the sake of clout? Yeah. Like, I want to take offense because I've learned that, like, I'll be given attention if I'm offended. Yeah. Uh, a prime example is, like, people that go to, like, say, uh, say, like, Ben Shapiro is talking at a college. Yeah, and then the people come yeah. protest and That, or they'll ask the question and... that know, they know that's going to, like, provoke him. Sure. And, like, cause a, not an uproar, but, like, a controversy. Sure. But I think they do it in sake of attention, or whether it be online, too. Because they sure. know it's not a public place and they're hiding behind a keyboard. Yeah, and I think there's... <sighs> I think there's almost a marketing tactic behind it. What do you mean? Well, right now, something that's going, it's, I haven't seen it in the news, but it's big on social media. It's big on TikTok, stuff like that. Is that Bud Light? Did you, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. They, so, a uh, trans woman as their spokesperson, yeah. right? And of course, obviously, all the good old boys that drink Bud Light are like, I ain't never drinking Bud again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Making Hit a big rock. stink out of it. Yeah. But, that's free advertising. Yeah. Everybody on all social media platforms talking about Bud Light right now. Yeah. We're sitting here recording a podcast talking about Bud Light. And I have to think 
that they they understand marketing. They've crunched the numbers, right? They know they they they're, this is a multi million dollar corporation, maybe even billions. I don't know. I haven't checked, but they're not going to run any type of advertising campaign without knowing everything that's going to happen after they run that advertising campaign. And they have to have figured out that the amount of people that are now going to drink Bud Light because they are in support of the LGBT community outweighs the amount of like good old boys who are not going to drink. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They have to have said like, it's worth it for us to lose this small portion to gain this large portion. Right. Mm -hmm. So like in a way they're like, Oh, this is going to cause a big controversy. A lot of people are going to get offended and they have to have already figured out at least on paper that like, that's going to be really good for us from a marketing standpoint, because mm -hmm. now this small amount of money we've invested into this marketing campaign is going to turn into millions of dollars of free advertising by people talking about us online. It's kind of genius. Yeah. You know, because they knew they, I mean, that's they their had, whole image to is know. like, Trucks and fishing and Bud Light, you know, their that's their whole thing, right? So they knew ahead of time, now like, oh, this is gonna fist in the Bud Light. <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> this is gonna ruffle feathers, like this is gonna yeah. cause a lot of buzz. But it kind of goes back to that like age old adage of like, there's no such thing as bad press. Yeah, like all press is good press, even if it's for a negative thing, right? I think they definitely so, talk more about their advertisement than Balenciaga. Maybe we need to get canceled, <laughs> right? Generate some buzz, get TikTok talking about us, you know? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I want China to have my data, something like that. No, I'm not, not. I'm not adopting the yen. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's a whole other thing we can talk about. Oh uh, yeah, that's, the U.S. dollar is now uh, meaningless on a global scale. Yeah, the yeah. beginning of the end, people. Yeah, that was like my for you page for like the past like a week, and I well, couldn't stop thinking about it. It's relevant, you yeah. know, and it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's scary because they're trying to move us to a cashless society. And 90% of people won't care about that. And I think that's indicative of a larger problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we already don't have gold and silver backing the U.S. dollar. And we're about to get rid of the paper portion of the U.S. dollar. Your entire worth is code. Just mm -hmm. numbers on a screen. You don't even have, you don't even have a piece of paper to back up what you're worth anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's wild. How long do you think it will take? What till we get to that point? I think they're I think they're trying to move us cashless before the end of the year, from what I've read and heard. You think like they're they, they're moving quick, and I think, think this China thing uh, is going to push the USD thing faster. Hmm. Do you think the coin shortage that went on during like COVID was like a practice test? A hundred percent. I think that was like the start of them trying to go cashless. Um. I think they were trying to take more coins out of circulation. Yeah. You know, but I wonder like, what would that be like, especially for somebody like me who is going to be very resistant to move to a digital currency and not deal in cash and things like that. Like I almost feel like it's going to be like a black market thing Yeah, where I have to like meet a dude in the HEV parking lot and give him my grocery <laughs> list. You know what I'm saying? 
because yeah. he's like one of the only people that still accepts cash and will turn it into digital currency and go buy your groceries for you for a fee. It would probably happen in our lifetime. I don't think, I think Sadly. it's going to happen in the next like five years. You do or you don't? I do. I think what happens during the next election, specifically this next election, what happens there is going to lay the framework for the entire rest of our life. And I know you could technically say that about any election, but I think depending on which direction this next election goes, um, there's going to be more damage done that can't be undone. Yeah. And, and we've already seen a ton of that, right? Mm-hmm. For the last two presidents, we've seen last three, I mean, shit, every president. But I think really since like Obama, Trump, Biden, like this this sort of era that we've been in, that I really think started with Obama and then Trump caused a lot of damage that we can't undo and now Biden's causing a lot of damage that we can't undo. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it really isn't even them. It's like the media perception of them. Mm-hmm. But the damage has still been done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and I think this next one either we do something radically different and we really like as a nation are able to band together and turn things around. Or if we get another four years of the same kind of crap that we've had for the last like 16 years, then I think it's like the final nail in the coffin, you know? Yeah. I think like the, we are like on the breaking point, like, eh, you know, we're on the precipice deciding which direction we're going to tip as far as like, we can still fix this or like there's no turning back and yeah. we'll never, never live in the same world again. It's scary to think about. It is, but it's also uh, prophetic in a way, yeah. in a way that I don't want to dig too deep into. Uh, anybody that's a long time listener to the podcast knows that um, I'm a man of faith and I dig into my Bible and I think about things like end time prophecy and all that stuff. So nothing that's happening really shocks me, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But it does worry me for like, I was talking to a client about this the other day and you know, we used to say quite often like, oh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I think we've passed the point where we can say before it gets better. And now all we can say is like, oh, it's going to get worse. And that's like the end of the sentence, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I know that I don't want to do another heavy, depressing episode. And you know what? I'm going to tell you why, all right? I take clips of this podcast. And I cut them down to these little minute and a half morsels. Uh-huh. So I can put them on TikTok and Reels and try to advertise the podcast and get more listeners, right? And I have been struggling to go through our podcast and find like two or three minute sections that I can turn into a minute and a half that are like good for that type of content. Like TikTok doesn't want heavy talks. They want like something funny and light and relatable. And I think it's been a while since we've had a funny, light, relatable episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for the sake of the content... You good? Yeah. Was that an owl? Yeah. Was it your tooth? Yeah. (laughs) You need some ibuprofen? Anytime I'm like looking at you and then I pan over to the wall, that's like me. Like I can feel. Yeah. Mm. Are you like poking at it with your tongue? Mm -mm. That's the worst. Trying not to do that. 
Because it, it's like instant relief, but then it also makes it hurt way more long long term. Yeah. I try not to do that. Is it upper it, left? Upper, upper right? Up, upper right, my right. So yeah. like, Because I just saw you poking at your cheek. We, I also think like I got like an ingrown hair right here too. So it's, it's just <laughs> it's, wonderful. It's probably related to the to the tooth. Probably. Like I said, everything. And what's crazy is that tooth pain can transfer. Are you feeling any pain on the bottom jaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you have like a pain on the top, like you'll yeah, also feel it on the bottom. Yeah. So I think uh, we're actually. We're overdue for a break. Okay. I think we should take five. You should take some ibuprofen. We'll give it like 15 minutes to kick in, and then we'll get back on. Sounds good to me. And we'll, we'll try to find something lighthearted to talk about, but I feel like that's the, like, I need to knock on wood, because every time I say that, we record the most depressing episode. I mean, there is a serial killer in Austin. Supposedly. I wouldn't necessarily consider that lighthearted content. <laughs> Just, it's just a coincidence. Like, like, oh, you know what's hilarious? They keep finding bodies in Lady Bird Lake. You know yeah. what I mean? So funny. All these dead men showing up in the lake. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> break mm-hmm. uh i found some 20 percent benzocaine in my truck yeah which you have applied to the tooth in question yes okay you said you have noticed <clears throat> a little bit of numbness yeah okay that's good do you feel like some relief yeah we also did some ibuprofen okay yeah so <laughs> We're going to document over the next 30 minutes the effectiveness, okay, the efficacy of the benzocaine 20%, which has been in my truck for probably about a year. So if it doesn't work amazing, I, I have to imagine that stuff has a shelf life, and it also like probably takes temperature damage and things like that. But if it's helping a little, that's still better than nothing. Yeah, with you saying that, I can't entirely be sure if I'm sober or not. <laughs> it's not alcohol. <laughs> I'm seeing things. It's benzocaine, which, again, to my understanding, I'm not a doctor, but I believe that's the topical version of lidocaine. And lidocaine is the stuff they inject into your mouth when they're doing like oral surgery, like removing a tooth or something. So it's the same thing, but it's like made to be soaked into the skin instead of injected under the skin. 
where am I? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I can feel it. It's it's numb. It's a lot better. Good. And then the ibuprofen should kick in and bring down the swelling. So that way, by the time that benzocaine wears off, maybe the swelling will be lower and you might actually get a few hours of relief. Would be ideal. That's what we're shooting for here, you know? Ideally, yeah. Yeah. On the this special uh, episode. medical episode <laughs> yeah, of the IRTP, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take that stuff home with me. Yeah, you can have it. Like I said, I haven't <laughs> used it in forever. Um. I don't remember what we were discussing before the break, but I remember it was a bunch of heavy stuff. We said we weren't going to do that, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's something light and breezy we can talk about? Light and breezy. How about the fact that it's been light and breezy outside? Yeah. I'm ready for these clouds to go away, but I'm grateful that the temperature has raised to the level. Oh, yeah. It's not even like the rain as much as like like me wanting the clouds to be gone, as much as it's like I can tell with my mental health that like I need some like sunlight and vitamin D. You yeah. Know? Um No, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, every winter I kind of start to get a little depressed by the tail end of it. And that's oh, when yeah, I can yeah. tell like I've gone too long without like a bright sunny day, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I was going to bring up the fact of the uh, shop NATO. Oh, dang. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. No, that was crazy. That was tight. Yeah. I mean. It, it was know. a little scary. So everybody's tattooing. Uh, I think I had just finished tattooing because mm-hmm. I, was, I was free. Austin's tattooing. David's tattooing. Mm-hmm. I think Roy was tattooing. Mm-hmm. Uh and we hear it coming down outside. Yep. And like we didn't even know it was supposed to rain that day. And it was like dumping. And you can hear it now. Our windows at the shop are tinted. They have like a mirror tint. So like you can't really see outside when it's kind of dark outside. Like you can, but you can't. So I go to the side door and open up the door to see like, dang, is that rain? Because we could hear it. It sounded like rain, yeah. but you couldn't see it super good through the window. Open up the door and like that rain was coming in sideways, dude. Yeah, and the sky was like well, yellow. I think, like, most of like the sound was the yeah. wind blowing everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big tall light in our parking lot was just like yeah, like back and forth. There's a sign where our tattoo sign is. Like we're kind of in a strip mall, so it's like one of those signs that has like ten signs on it, and one of those just came flying off yeah. and like blew up in the parking lot. It was tight. And we're outside, we're like filming it and stuff, looking at the sky, and we can just like see the sky like rotating. Mm-hmm. Like you could literally see the formation. It was trying to start a tornado. So, on top of all the sirens going off. Yeah. Yeah. We could hear the Fort Hood because uh, we're super close to Fort Hood for those that don't know. But we're close enough that if they have like something go over their loudspeakers or something, we can actually hear it at the shop. Mm-hmm. And they had like warnings that were like, oh, shelter in place, get indoors now, blah, blah, blah. We can see the sky rotating. The rain stopped and the wind picked up real hard, which is like every telltale sign that a tornado was about to drop was there. And at the time that we went outside, like literally the, the clouds were rotating like directly above the shot. Yeah. Like if it touched down, it would have touched down like in our parking lot. It was 
it was tight. I grew up watching Twister. Like every time the sky gets even a little dark, I'm like, damn, I want to watch Twister. Uh, and I grew up like watching all those tornado chasers and anything that was on the weather channel yeah. that was about extreme weather. I just geeked out on it. They don't do those anymore really on TV. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I don't have TV. Because I remember it used to be like on the weather channel. Yeah. Like you'd watch a show and the side and bottom of the screen would be like temperature, precipitation, like all your local weather. Uh, we uh, unfortunately still have satellite. So, mm-hmm. I, well, I mean, I don't even have cable because I have Hulu and Netflix and Paramount and, and Amazon Prime. and I'm sure it would be on like Pluto or something. And I'd probably pay as much as I would to just pay yeah. for cable. By having like nine different streaming platforms, yeah, it's a it's a scheme on its own. But we're not getting heavy, <laughs> not today. Mm. Light and breezy, like that tornado. No, that was that was uh, uh, that was a fun memory for me though. Yeah. So I don't think that is. I like still got the videos on my phone. I do too. I would say like, oh, put them up on the YouTube, but, but you're we both forget. know. Yeah, we both know we're not going to. Oh well. We need an assistant. Like someone who just like sits back behind the camera, makes sure everything's in focus, takes like notes of everything we say and like the timestamps of when we say it, and then also edits the video, makes the thumbnails, uh, edits the TikToks, posts those on a regular basis. All the stuff that I have to do that I am failing at because it's just too much for one person to do. I mean, but I also tried. also an assistant that would be free. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Somebody that does not expect. uh... Anyway, uh, I mentioned it earlier, but I'm so excited. I feel like I need to mention it again. We got a new camera. (laughs) Like one or two episodes ago, we were talking about like how bad we needed to improve. Yeah. Like how we didn't have the budget. I found some room in the budget, a.k.a. out of my pocket. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I found a great deal on like a Hollywood level. Is like, it so? Cin- it is. That camera right there, they used in uh, B-roll footage on the Avengers. That really? exact camera. You know that movie's mainly CGI, right? No, but like, uh, so I know for a fact that one of the main scenes where they, they use those cameras was because it is so compact. Uh, if they were going to have a shot from like inside of a car during a car accident, obviously they can't put a giant camera in the oh, car. Okay. So they would like use these cameras um, <clears throat> for like those kind of shots. Like, oh, the car is going to crash and we need a shot from inside the car while it crashes. This is the camera that they used, this exact camera. I wonder if they used that on the Batman. It's possible. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's a Hollywood level style camera, it's just compact. So it doesn't have quite as many features as as far as like um, your f-stop, your ISO, your shutter speed, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's still like packed full of features. Like this is not a camera you would go. It's not like a DSLR you would buy at Best Buy. You know, this is like a specialty cinema camera. So it's not just like a point and shoot camera that happens to take video, which is what most things you know. Every vlogger, every YouTuber, everything like that that you've ever seen, they're probably just using a nice DSLR camera, uh, like I don't a like, photo camera. I don't like the way that that truck just drove by and revved his engine. He knows. 
Oh, they're recording in there. Mud light. Cancel Mud light. Have you seen the video Kid Rock's response? No, is he all is he all mad about it? <laughs> he had an MP5 and just shot like three cases of Bud Light. <laughs> Some bullets did miss though. It was like on Lake Michigan or whatever. My whole thing funny. is like uh, I don't really care. Me either. I think the only thing I care, the only thing I care, is that I wish, in general, that all corporations would keep political agendas. To themselves, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Because like, like, what's the? I I don't agree with the fact that they have a platform big enough that they can sway people's opinions, and I don't feel that it's very genuine to use political ideology for capitalist gains. They're just trying to make money. They do not care about your community. They don't care about her community. They don't care about his. They don't care about mine. I mean, it's right in the word. Cap, <laughs> I hate you. <clears throat> but for real, they don't care. Like, no. like as a company, as a corporation, sure, there are probably members there that care. But like as a company, they do not care. Yeah. If they genuinely believed that saying like we don't support LGBT would get them more Why sales, say it like that, like what we don't. I said, don't support. I'm trying to sound like a CEO. I don't know what they sound like. But if they thought that would get them more money, then that's the route they would take. Like literally, it, it all boils down to money, being in a capitalist society. They think if we take this stance, we can generate more sales than we lose. That's the bottom line. That's all they care about. I hate to break it to anybody out there that doesn't know how the real world works. No company at all cares about you. They care about your wallet. Say what you got to say. Come on. No. Cap. What What are you doing right now? Explain cap- this to me. <laughs> All right. First, you Do said you know what capitalism. capitalism is? Yes. Because I feel like you're really getting hung up on the word cap. I'm trying to make a TikTok. <laughs> That's why I'm putting this shit in here. Is that, Think I'm just we, saying this shit to do be Do we funny? just talk Gen Z? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, real talk on God, Budweiser ain't bussing for your for your political ideology. Bud Light. You said Budweiser. What do you think Bud Light is? Is it Budweiser Light? Yes. Whoa! Did you never know that? No. Oh. Now that's bussin'. That's this is for real, for real. Not bussin'. This whole thing is very uh that's, it's giving, you know? That's fucking crazy. You did you for real didn't know that? No, I didn't. You know that Miller Light is Miller, right? Yeah. Did you know that? That Miller makes Miller Light? There's a like it's just called not, Miller? Yes. There's Miller Genuine no, Draft, no, no. there's Miller High Life, there's I know Miller those. Light. They're all the same thing. I thought Miller Lite was just the brand. I didn't know it was just Miller. Damn, it's fucking crazy. Are you serious right <laughs> yeah. now? Yeah. I don't really drink. Do you know that Bud Ice is actually also Budweiser? I'm not. Okay, first of all, I'm not dumb. <laughs> On God? <laughs> for real, for real. Okay. 
your captain. Uh, you can't be. <laughs> I don't even know where we're going now. Um. <sighs> Tornado. Check. <laughs> New camera. Check. Bud. Light. Bud, Bud Light. Wiser. Yes. Bud Light, which is the light version of Budweiser. For anyone out there that did not make that connection, I hope that clarifies. Anheuser-Busch. The font was different. That's why I never correlated the two. Yeah, because one font has to appear lighter. You know? They're two different colors. Yeah. Okay. Marlboro Reds, full-flavored. Marlboro Lights, different package, lighter in flavor. They're both Marlboro. They use different colors in different packages so they can psychologically <laughs> trick you into thinking that one is somehow lighter or healthier or less calories or whatever. You understand that if you go to get a Dr. Pepper, it comes in a maroon can. If you get a diet Dr. Pepper, it comes in a white can. Is it, is this is this sinking in? Where am I? Like the fact that <laughs> you're 27 years old. I look all this other stuff. I know I just didn't correlate Bud Light with Budweiser. Sorry, Bud. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, there's like a Coors and a Coors Light. Yeah, I know that. Okay. Is it just because it's not called Budweiser Light? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So did you just think Bud was like a generic beer term that like multiple yeah. companies were using? Yeah. My dad used to call me Bud. <laughs> like, it's like the only two. What does ways. that have to do with beer? You know, my dad drinks a lot uh, of beer. Well, my, my, my dad's a, a Miller Light kind of guy. Miller High Life, to be exact. That's not Miller Light. That's High Life, which is the champagne of beers. And when I still uh, drank, I'm gonna need you to step back from your High Life was actually right. Now. High Life was my was my beer choice when I still drank. Yeah, I can't see. Here's my thing: if I'm going to drink a beer, mm -hmm. I want like food with it. See, I'm the exact opposite. Really, I hate because beer does not quench your thirst at all. No, definitely not. And I hate beer with food. If I'm going to drink a beer, that's all I'm but drinking. I also have like that's some water, water with it. I don't know. I will drink the beer before or after the meal. Definitely not with the meal. I hate it. I just think it goes really good with like steak. Uh, not as good as a Diet Coke, you know? I don't know. At DC or, or that CZ, you know? <sighs> And that's only because. So uh, you're telling me. Uh oh. <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> Diet Coke and Coke Zero are both from the Coca Cola company? Wow. Wow. I thought it was a Pepsi thing. Well, do you understand that actually, like, different sodas are owned by different companies? Yes, I know. So did you know that Mountain Dew is a Pepsi product? Yeah. Did you know that Sprite is a Coke, Coke product? product? Yeah. Did you know Sierra Mist is no longer a soda anymore? It is now Starry? Starry? Yeah. What is that? 
Just a rebranding, I assume. No. So listen, I saw this TikTok. It pops up with this girl whose name is Sierra Mist. Okay. She goes on to say that she's the reason that Starry exists because Sierra Mist tried to sue her and deplatform her for use of her name. And she was like, no, that's my name and I've been using it longer than you and blah, blah, blah. And the entire comment section was like, nobody knows who you are. What are you talking about? Because her whole argument was like, I've been making content and using my name as my brand and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and then they lost and that's why they came out with Starry. And I feel like she made the whole the whole story up. What do you think? Thoughts? Hear me out. Okay. Capitalism, right? Cap. Nate, you're just saying <laughs> words now. <laughs> like they just don't cap. even just cap. They don't just even cap it. Okay. That's the point I'm trying to make here. Okay. But it could also be somebody acting. To promote Starry because Sierra or Mist is no longer a brand. It could be a woman using Starry to promote herself. You know? Doubt it. Really? I Cap. feel like that's more likely. To promote herself? Yeah. Do you think she was really born Sierra Mist? It was spelled different. But it makes it more believable. And yeah, but that's I mean, Mist could very easily be a last name, and Sierra is a common first name. I'm sure there's a few Sierra Mists out there. I think it's a and they've probably had to deal with the backlash of being a Sierra Mist for most av- of their life. I think it's an advertisement ploy. You think so? To boost sales of Starry. I think and to bury the name that is Sierra Mist. I think maybe you're trying to take. My my ideas with the Bud Light thing, and now apply it to other things where it might not necessarily make sense. See, when you um, <laughs> have an epiphany like that, you start connecting all the dots. Wow! To every single situation it's brought. This is just forward on upon, so, upon to you. So deep. No cap. Somebody's going to come in and be like, oh, I'm John. I have an appointment with Josh. Like, are you really John? Or are you trying to promote, you know? <laughs> you Do know. you even know that Bud Light was owned by <laughs> Bud Watts? <laughs> yeah, that's literally how I'm going to start the conversation. <laughs> uh, We're <laughs> struggling out here today, bro. I feel like we should have much more potent topics of conversation because we haven't recorded in three weeks than what we have actually discussed today, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm also trying to think about other things. Well, see, I wanted to talk about the jury duty thing, but that really messed me up. Like, what what the, messed you up? The case. Oh. And I would prefer to not talk about that. Dang, it's crazy. At least you got out of it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I did everything I could to. On the on the like scale. they were they were giving us all of the details of the case without presenting the actual evidence, and I just kept saying like I don't think I'm right for this. I'm not the one you want. I'm ready to convict today. I don't need to see the evidence, and I think he should be put to death. That's and how they, you got out. <laughs> yeah, they like had the 
possible punishments up on a screen and was like, do you, which by the way, they didn't make me sign an NDA or anything. So I'm assuming I'm allowed to talk about all this. They were like, are you able to consider the possibilities of punishment? And I was like, I guess. And they were like, can you elaborate on that? And it was like 25 to 99 years. And I was like, I don't think 25 or 99 years is a harsh enough sentence for him. And I think death is the only thing that would satisfy this case. And they said, okay. And they like wrote something on a notepad. And then at the end of the day, when they were picking people, they didn't pick me. So hmm. That's crazy. On a scale of one to five, five being the worst case uh-huh. scenario, what would you rank it? It was a five. Dang. It was a five. Um, I'm not going to say anything because I don't actually legally know what I am or am not allowed to say. But all I'm going to say is it was an old dude being tried and it involved kids. Mm, yeah. And I do. I do think that death is the only option. I think that's one line that as a society we should all be able to agree that you're not allowed to cross. And if you do, you get put to death. Yep. The second kids are involved, like, that's it. Game yep. over. You made like the the wrong the one wrong choice you weren't allowed to make, you know. Yep. That having been said. So agreed. Are we about to do it? What? Just make a depressing fucking no, bullshit episode. I said agreed. No, I'm I know that you would change the topic. Yeah. Okay. Um, these, yeah, this Gen that, Z that, terminology is killing me right now. Why? I'm Are trying you... not to say it. What cap? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, well, you're killing me right now. Sorry for what it's worth. Uh, you are the broken tooth of my, of this podcast right now. I'm gonna post about it on Twitter. <laughs> That hurt my feelings. Yeah, generate a little buzz. Try to cancel me. Let's see if we get some more listeners. Hey, you know that guy, Josh Schneider? Josh. He he is so mean. You know We should th- cancel him. You know he think uh Bud Light is Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um <laughs> There was a little controversy that uh Elon Musk uh, reprogrammed a little Twitter bird like on the homepage to be a Dogecoin dog. That was funny. I didn't hear anything about that. It was mild. But. You say butt or bud? But. (laughs) Gotcha. Every time he does anything Doge related, the price of Doge. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, technically he's manipulating the market. Yeah. I mean, isn't everybody. But isn't that illegal? I think so. I can't give any financial advice. Because if he were to buy a bunch of Doge and then suddenly change the Twitter, right? Yeah. And then the price of Doge skyrockets and then he sells it off and makes a huge profit, then like he basically just cheated the whole system for his own financial gain. So I guess the only way it would really matter is if like him or the people directly around him were profiting directly off of the Dogecoin and him doing that on Twitter. Because then it would be considered yeah. like, but do insider trading rules apply to crypto? Because I don't know that crypto has rules like that around it yet because it's still kind of like a new thing. I'm not sure. I don't know either. We would have to get like Bobby on here. He'd be like, actually. Because uh. <laughs> that's who he is when it comes to crypto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we just call Bobby real quick? <laughs> Yeah, just be like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, 
He'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, sorry to wake you, bud. Uh, <laughs> Can you just... He's definitely still asleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we both just spaced out there for a sec. Um, okay. I'm try- I, I, I want to recap and try to think of everything that we've been through since uh, the last time we were able to record. There was something else happened, but I don't want to touch on it because it's kind of depressing. Mm, you want to give me like a code word? Uh, <laughs> Tennessee. Oh, yeah, no, we're not going to talk about that. Um, I mean, what's to even be said? You know what I'm saying? I don't. <clears throat> I don't think that that uh, individual deserves our yeah airtime. You know. Damn, there was a good joke I saw online about like her pronouns. Oh, was word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, That's what it was. yeah. Yeah, that was going around the internet. Um, yeah, I don't think anything else crazy's happened. Did you talk about the Mario movie yet? No, I did see the Mario movie. I really enjoyed it. It's it's complete fan service. It's everything you would expect and want from a Mario movie. Tight. Like the whole movie is literally just like, oh, they they put that thing in there. They did the oh, thing. they did that. Oh, look, it's like that level. Who you was know? your favorite character out of the whole movie? Because I know you oh, uh, don't like Charlie. Day. Don't like Charlie Day at all. You didn't know Keegan Michael Key was Toad. Um, uh, he was kind of annoying, and Donkey Kong was actually kind of annoying too. Yeah, it's Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Not even necessarily that I think their performances were annoying as much as I think the way they wrote those characters. Like, they wrote DK to be annoying. Did, you know did, what I'm saying? DK like, rap? There's, it's in there. Uh, it's like, it's, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. <sighs> Speaking of spoilers, do you know how John Wick 4 ends? No. Yeah, I didn't either until my son decided to tell me Uh, I know they're setting up for a spinoff. Is that right? I don't want to say anything because I don't want the same thing that happened to me to happen to our listeners. Oh, I saw an article and there was no. No spoilers. I just know they're setting up for a spinoff. You're in for a surprise. I'll say that much. Whoa. Okay. People that have seen the movie, not including myself because I haven't yet. They know what I'm talking about. I'm a little upset. Was uh, Lance Reddick in it? I, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> my bad. Do you think that that's the part my son spoiled? Yeah, did you know Lance Reddick is in it? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Why? <laughs> right in the field. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lance. Yeah. Zavala. The Wire, am I right? Never seen it. I heard it was good. I never <laughs> so you haven't seen it. anything. No. No. I just no. like saying that. So but I feel I've like I'm in the loop. probably played three thousand hours of Destiny over the D one and D two. So, yeah. so I'm, I am familiar with the man. He's probably spoken to me more than uh, most people. Yeah, you know? it's true. Chore simulator. <clears throat> so for those that have, don't have a damn clue, what we're talking about. Uh, Lance Reddick played Captain Zavala in the Destiny series. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a famous actor, but that's like what people that played that game know him for the most, I would say. Um, in John Wick, he was like the like the front desk guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the actor passed away, and it was actually cool because people were holding memorial services for him in, in Destiny. Game. Yeah. Like uh, they would just like go sit. They, like you, if you went to the tower, you would just see a group of people sitting around like his character while he just kind of. He's, he was like an NPC in the game. So yeah. he just stands there and sort of delivers one-liners, you know what I mean? But people would just like spend 30 minutes, spend an hour. They would sit around and kind of like talk and stuff. And it was like cool, cool little community memorial thing for someone that passed away. Yeah, Destiny community can be a lot yeah. of the times like heartwarming, but like also very, very, very toxic. Sure. But a very uh, passionate community, yeah, I will say. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I think it's time like for our last break. Uh, oh. This has been kind of another one of those episodes about nothing. You know what I yeah. mean? But I think that's okay because we're just kind of catching up today that's on true. what's been going on in our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, let's take five and let's come back. Do you have any questions today? No, yeah, I didn't either. pose. Me neither. We'll figure out something to do for the, the last little bit. We'll be right back. Hey, Josh here. Just a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the Iron Right Tattoo podcast, it really helps us to beat the algorithm with likes, comments, and shares. If you haven't subscribed already, please do that, and don't forget to hit that bell. And if you haven't already done so, please leave us a review. Thanks. Okay, so we talked about Mario earlier. Yeah. Okay. This is completely. I, I saw something about how Mario is breaking box office records, and it reminded me of a question that I had, which I think is rad that it's breaking box office records because, of course, people are trying to cancel it because it's got Chris Pratt in it. And every time they do that, he absolutely kills it. Love Chris Pratt. Don't care what anyone says. Uh, so <clears throat> it's called the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Uh, let's say you're my brother. Okay. And we're both, like, you're Nate Snyder, I'm Joshua Snyder. Let's say. Wouldn't we be the Snyder brothers? Yeah. Wouldn't it be odd to call us the Josh brothers? That is a good question. It's a good point. So it's Mario and Luigi. So the only way they would be the Mario brothers is if, it, if his name is Mario Mario. Yeah. Which makes no sense to me. Yeah. Does Mario have a last name? I don't think so. We should Google this. Because why wouldn't they be called that? Which, you know... I can answer that question. Lends a lot of credence uh, to why Luigi is always so, like, put out. You know what I'm saying? Look, look. During this event, he stated that Mario and Luigi both have the last name Mario. 
Miyamoto later continued the gag in a Game Informer interview, stating that Link, main protagonist, the playable character in the series Legend of Zelda, has the last name Link. Link Link. Yeah. So, uh, according to Miyamoto, who created the Super Mario Brothers, uh, according to him, his last name is Mario. Well, now that makes sense. But I think... Oh, hold on. Reddit. Well, this is from Reddit, so there's no uh, official source. It's just a small clip that says Mario's full name is not Mario Mario, as the 1993 film, which is not canon, would have you believe, but Mario Fratelli. But if you Google what is Luigi's last name, it says, and I quote, Luigi Mario. (laughs) So I think, here's, here's what I think happened, okay? There was a lot of oversight, and they did not really think this through very well. They were like, oh, we already have this popular character, Mario. We want to introduce him having a brother, but everybody already knows the name Mario, so we're just going to say the Mario Brothers. And now years later, they're like, damn, that don't really make no sense. We have to like double down on our mistake. and Like, oh, we're just making a joke out of it, but yeah, his name's Mario Mario. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That's the way I would have perceived it. It it, it has to be, right? Yeah. Because, like, what, wasn't Luigi just, like, a different palette swap with Mario? Yeah, it was literally Mario, and they just swapped the red for green. And Mario Brothers didn't come out till like, what, 90s? Because back then it was pixel art, you know? Yeah. So there was no detail. So literally it was the exact same sprite. Mm-hmm. They just swapped the red for green. Like the the Luigi we see now where he's like kind of taller, taller skinnier, yeah. like that's that came way later with the invention of like 3D. 3D. Yeah. 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 I don't know why why we're discussing that. Uh reg- regardless, the film even makes like a nod at a certain point and it's kind of spoilery but not not really cuz it's not a plot point. Um, but there's a part where Luigi winds up in like the dark lands and he's like got a flashlight and he's walking through like a forest and, and it, it's like very like a Luigi's, Luigi's mansion esque. Did they have dry bones in it? Yes. Okay. Tight. Yes. They were Actually, always, like, there was favorite. a lot of dry bones in it. Oh, like that's like that whole scene. He's in the forest and they start like coming out of the forest and their eyes are glowing and it's almost like they're like zombies and he's like trying to run away from them. In the newer Mario Karts, that's who I always picked. There's a lot of Mario Kart references in there. Um, there's a scene where he's fighting Donkey Kong, and where they're fighting like looks like it's modeled sort of after the a original level. Donkey Kong. Oh, okay. Which is actually like the origin. The of first Mario. time we saw Mario yeah. was actually in Donkey Kong. You know. Yeah, but what was the uh, game called? Donkey Kong. Was it? Yeah. It was actually supposed to be like Monkey Kong, but it was translated improperly, mm. and they just rolled with it. So why not? And I think that it's probably I think that name probably helped it because I think Donkey Kong is a much more like iconic name. Yeah, and I wonder sure. would it have been as popular or famous if it was called Monkey Kong? Like, did that one little mistake actually help it? Yeah, there were there was also like a rumor saying that they might do like a Smash Brothers type movie. That's what, uh, dude, I left the theater telling Shelby, I was like, dude, a Smash Bros movie would be so tight, you know? And it's got like Falcon and Link and like all the characters. Yeah, in, but are they so going to use Mr. Hand though? They could. True. But what if it was like a, 
like they made a character off of it, not just a hand. Because the way I always viewed hands was like a human. Well, it's like because they're video game characters and we control them with our hands on the controller. So like the bad guy was like our hands controlling them and they were fighting against it. Yeah, but do you remember the original Super Smash Brothers where like yeah. it was like they were like little toys or whatever and it would be Oh, you're talking about like on the screen where you're going from like level to level or whatever? No, it was like the intro. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So but that's I what always I'm saw it as like like a kid's hand like it's like yeah, second so the way, player. Or the something. way I think of it is uh kind of like the Lego movie. Mm, yeah. How at the end yeah. you see that it's it's really just like Will Ferrell playing with his son and yada yada yada. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. like kind of like that. <clears throat> so like, what if it was even like that, where like the it bad guy yeah. was like live action and it was humans that were playing, you know, and like somehow they were trying to like fight back against, you know? I, I think that know. would work. I just think it'd be cool. And again, it would be complete fan service, but it would be cool to like see all those characters in one movie. Oh yeah, for you know? sure. Which they kind of already did. In the Super Mario movie, but it's only Mario and Mario related characters that yeah. are in it, like Donkey Kong. I would say it's related to Mario because Mario started in a Donkey Kong. Game. Yeah, so there's no like Pokemon or Captain Falcon or you know. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, Detective Pikachu wasn't that bad, but it was <clears throat> a big risk. You know, what if they uh, started a Nintendo? cinematic universe where the avengers is the smash bros but like there's like an f-zero movie where captain falcon's introduced and then there's like uh you know ike and marth like from the uh what games are they fire emblem fire emblem games like everybody like no gets... that's marth and roy ike is from pitfall no not pitfall um oh, pitfall Pitfall is a whole other thing. Is Ike from Fire Emblem? I'm I always pretty remember sure they are because they're like the Mark. same character. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, and then like so for the next like five years they release those movies, and then it sort of culminates to like a Smash Bros movie where all those characters come together. That'd be cool. I care about it more than like actual Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, now, now I think uh, since Endgame. I just no longer care about Marvel. Yeah. Like, I, like I saw the story, we saw the buildup, we got this huge payoff, and now like I don't necessarily care about the next phase. Did you watch the new Ant Man movie? No. Yeah, neither. Uh, and I will, but probably not until it's out on streaming platforms. I no longer have the desire or need to go to theaters to see Marvel movies. I'm just I'm over it. I'm Same. so past it. I will say. I did watch, I don't know if we discussed this or not, but I watched uh, Wakanda Forever in the past couple weeks. No, you haven't. Um, it's a good movie. It's cool. If you liked Black Panther, you'll like it. Uh, but the one thing that I want, I want to say that I took away from it that I thought they handled really well is that the beginning of the movie is is like a, almost like a, a memorial service for Chadwick mm. Boseman. Like, obviously, they use the characters and they use Black Panther dying in the movie. Uh, but <clears throat> a lot of the imagery, like, isn't Black Panther. It's, like, pictures of Chadwick Boseman. And you could tell they were really using the movie as a way to, like, pay respects to the actor. 
Mm-hmm. And and in a lot of ways, I feel like they used it to give the fans a chance to mourn and pay respects. And I think they handled it really, really well. That's cool. I think they did a great job of being like, yeah, like rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. But also like we're talking about Black Panther, but we're kind of not, mm-hmm. you know. And like, you know, the opening scroll on Marvel movies, how it'll be like the Marvel logo and like comic book pictures will flip through and stuff. Like on this one, there's like no audio and it's like pictures of Chadwick Boseman instead of like the Marvel pictures Mm -hmm. that are flipping through while the logo plays, you know. They they did a good job. It's cool. It's cool. Um, Anyway, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where any of that came from. (laughs) It was a, a movie you just watched. Yeah, which yeah. Which you haven't touched on yet because we're talking about Ant Man. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Marvel. Mario. Marioville? Dang. No. No? Okay. <laughs> it could still be MCU, but yeah. it's the Mario Cinematic yeah. Universe. I think yeah. it'd be a lot cooler. <laughs> okay. If there was a game franchise other than <laughs> Gears of War, that I would want to. That you would want to see like a movie series made out. Can of. I say Resident Evil? Since they, but they already have those. Yeah, but they, they. No, there's no yeah buts. Like they, those are those are already close. a thing. Those are already a thing though. Okay. They already make Resident Evil movies. Like I can't pick Halo because they've already made Halo. Okay. It's not Halo's fault that it sucks. You know. Yeah. It's not you. Bungie's fault that the Halo stuff sucks. I should say. Hmm. But it already exists. Do you have a pick already? I think like a computer animated, like in the style of the new Mario movie, I think a Zelda series could actually be sick. Um, yeah. But like almost treated like less of a kid's movie and more of like a fantasy movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you have like the big boss fights and all the cool visuals and all that stuff. Because I think I would actually rather see that than like a live action Zelda. Oh, I just yeah. feel like they'd get it wrong, like they yeah. did with Halo, you know? I would say... And that's also, like, I guess maybe, like, the kind of game I'm thinking of. So not they necessarily... They did it back in the day, and it was really good, but I don't know if I would want it live action. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be live action. Because I'm thinking, like, because this is, like, the first big budget, like... At the beginning of the Super Mario Brothers movie, when they're running through, like, you know how they'll always show the companies that are involved, like their logo? Mm -hmm. Like, it shows a Nintendo logo. And I can't think of a single other movie except for maybe Detective Pikachu, where, like, Nintendo's really, like, putting money into, like, movies. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm kind of thinking in that vein of, like, what's the next, like, maybe, like, Nintendo movie that I would want to see made, you know? Um we already discussed Smash, but I and that's another thing is like Link is a playable character in Smash yeah. Bros. So if they were to put out a Legend of Zelda movie, yeah, it would lead to that. It could lead to yeah. Um, so my first answer would probably be uh, Final Fantasy seven VII and eight, but Final Fantasy seven had a sequel that took place yeah. after the first game called Advent Children. That was really good. And you it liked still it? Holds up, yeah. Have the you movie seen it? Advent Children, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Do you remember what was it? The Spirit Within or whatever? Yeah, that has nothing to do with the game. And it was supposed to be like yeah. revolutionary and groundbreaking. And then I just remember it being boring. Like yeah. I just did not enjoy it. Well, it didn't it. really have any of the fantasy element in it. I would definitely want eight over seven. I would want to yeah. see Squall and Cypher and the Gunblades and I, all that. I like them both equally, but 
I appreciated Seven more after I played the remake, the first part, because mm. um, it was like a movie. Um, but I would I would like to see Eight. I think Eight has a more not fleshed out story, but it has a lot more going on. Sure, with like setting and like well, pacing. I just and stuff. think Eight is also like a little more adult, whereas I view Seven yeah. as being a lot more like anime, cartoony, childish. You know, and maybe that's like because of the characters. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, because would... Cloud literally just looks like Naruto with a sword. You know, like so maybe that's like I where my that. judgment is coming from. I don't know. Um, if you haven't seen it already, I would recommend watching Advent Children because it's very adult. But can I watch it without playing Seven? Yeah, I never finished Seven. Yeah, I just it takes I didn't enjoy it. it. I actually played Eight before I played Seven. Same, and I enjoyed Eight wanted to see what the hype was about so i went and played seven like What's, playstation one seven and i was just like this is trash yeah well it's also like eight to seven is like the first big upgrade from like little characters yeah to like, like actual, sprites like, yeah yeah, yeah um, and, and maybe that's a part of it like they looked like adults be. in eight yeah. you know they didn't have like giant heads and little bodies like they did in seven i'd recommend recommend watching advent children i'll check it out um, i have no reason not to i don't even know if i still have it on dvd or not um, and then I'd say probably like Nintendo Realm, even though it's n- my favorite like Nintendo franchise, I wouldn't say Pokemon, but I'd probably I, go. I think they've already done so much Pokemon in the movies that I don't think <laughs> you can pick that. I, I, oh, yeah. We're, yeah. we're discussing something that, like they haven't done yeah, yet. I would probably say my first thought would be Yoshi, but Yoshi's part of Mario. Yeah. And um, Yoshi is actually not a character in Mario. The movie. I was oh, really? really surprised. There's one part where they're walking through the forest and like a herd of Yoshis like runs by in the background, almost like like dinosaurs, you know? Yeah. And and that's it. That's all you see of Yoshi in the whole movie. No egg or anything? No. Hmm. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think about it. No. It wasn't even well, like Well, he also up. didn't come out till like Mario World, yeah. True, but uh I mean I don't think that matters in yeah. terms of the movie. And I was just, I, it, I guess maybe like, I don't know where I would have expected him to show up. And maybe yeah. that's why they didn't put him in because there was just no good place to put him, which is why it's just kind of like a nod in the background. But it surprised me because Yoshi was a main character. Like they made Yoshi games. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like for he, sure. It, it wasn't like he was just a power-up and he was a dinosaur you would ride in Mario and then we never saw him again. Yeah. He's in the Mario Kart games. He had his own games. So I guess I just assumed they would give him a little more screen time. Yeah. In this well, movie. Maybe they'll just do that in like the sequel or whatever. Yeah, because it's, I mean, this movie grossed 350 mil worldwide on opening weekend. So mm-hmm. like they're 100% going to make a sequel. It's made too much money for them to not yeah. make a sequel. Oh, it's hard because like I'm it thinking is. like you already said uh, F Zero. I guess Star Fox would be pretty. Star tight. Fox would be cool because it I could have like Star Nintendo. Wars yeah. vibes. You yeah. know what I mean? Star Fox could be tight. Maybe like Star Fox meets like 007 esque. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he does have a I blaster. I guess I'm also like maybe you know. Okay, I got it, but going against the things that I said earlier, I would want it to be a dark, more adult movie, mm-hmm. but uh Metroid. But like uh, yeah. as like in like almost like a alien, like 
Yeah, I was going to say, because Metroid is just based off of Alien. Yeah. So like, I think if they made like Alien a, for kids. Like live action with the big monsters and the, you yeah. know. I completely um, forgot about that. I think and a I Metroid trying movie. trying to think of all like yeah. Nintendo properties. That would be really tight. That that might actually be my, my number one pick. Did you ever play Metroid Fusion? It was like um, the one where she starts getting taken over by one of the, the Metroids. Was that GameCube or 3DS? I think uh, Game Boy Advance. Uh, Pretty sure it's Game I Boy Advance. Remember. It's like where her I, suit started turning like purple. Yeah, it was like a bluish, purplish, yeah. violet kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I remember that, but I feel like I remember playing it on a handheld, and it was like 3D, but a side-scroller. That's one of the newer ones on Switch. They like re- I think it, you're thinking of Metroid. Uh... No, because I think I played it on DS or 3DS. I'm almost positive. Metroid Fusion, I think. It's almost like we have these fancy little handheld computers yeah. that could tell us. I know. Up. I have it on the Switch. Uh, Metroid 3DS game? Let's see what pops up. No, that's Metroid Samus Returns. Metroid this Fusion. One. This one. Uh, yeah, yeah, check it. Platforms. Game Boy Advance, Nintendo Switch, Nintendo 3DS, and Wii U, okay. Metroid Fusion. So it was out on all, all of them. But the Advance one was probably like a 2D version. Yeah. You know? Remember when they used to do that? They'd put what? a game out on multiple platforms, but it would literally be like three different games. Yeah. You know? So it'd be like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and you could get it on like 64 or PlayStation, but then you could also get it on the Game Boy, and it was mm-hmm. like a totally different game, yeah. but it just had the same name and IP. Do you know what the last game released on Nintendo 64 was? No. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. 3? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that, that would have been the time of PS2. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2000. And I want to say... But what else was, so was the Wii already out by then? No, Wii came out in like 05. Because that was the next system, was N64 and then it went to Wii. No, it went to GameCube. GameCube, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony Hawk 3 also was releasing on the next gen consoles. Yeah. But it was like the last one, I mm-hmm. guess, that, okay. It was a TikTok I watched. It was like telling the last games released on Nintendo consoles. Yeah, I think cool. the, the last game for the Wii came out in 2020. Really? Yeah. There were still. It had to have been a port, though, of like a. a I don't know. A game made for. It was an over the top shooter type game. I'd even get a Wii yeah, now. I bet money that that game also released on like PlayStation Store, oh, Xbox yeah, Live, sure. probably like Xbox Arcade or whatever they call it. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd get a Wii. Now I'd get a Wii just for Wii Sports. Yeah. <laughs> Wii Sports was so much fun. That. Like the tennis and the golf and stuff that you would play like against other people. Bowling, we bowling, dude. That that's a whole other thing. Yeah. See, when it came out, I wasn't too interested in it because it was just Call of Duty. That's all I cared about. Mm. Call of Duty and Gears. But now that I think about it, like there's probably a lot of good bangers on the Wii. Uh, well, um, Twilight Princess was a Wii game. I it was believe also on GameCube too. True. But the Wii forced you to use the Wii mote for archery. Mm-hmm. Like if you were shooting your bow and arrow, you had to like aim with it. And I always hated when games forced me to use motion controls. Yeah. I still do to this day. 
I think the only game I've ever played where it makes sense. We we sports or whatever. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm talking like if you're just playing a game, mm-hmm. like a normal game, you're holding a controller normally, and then it's like, oh, uh, tilt your controller to steer yeah. the ship or whatever. Like I hate that because yeah. it never like works. But it works really well on that demo game that came out with the PS5 where you're like the little dude. Oh, the Astro's World. Yeah. Or Astro's That's Playground. the only time that I think it actually like, oh, this really works. You yeah, know? it was pretty tight. Maybe developers just like don't know how to program for that. No, and I think Sony took a lot of risk into doing that, starting off with the yeah. PS4, and then they perfected it with the PS5 mode. But what kills me is like no developer uses it and it's never an integral part of a video game it's never like an important part of a video game the motion control and i don't know why they don't actually just like get rid of it yeah like i feel like it's taking up space in the controller it's taking up like i think they're trying to set it up for the future battery it has to eat be eating battery you know out of your controller and i think most Games, the successful games, don't use it, and game developers don't program for it. So I yeah. think pretty much the whole community has said, like, hey, like we actually just don't want this. Yeah. We're not going to use this. It's also like the same thing with the haptic thing that started out on Switch and like PS5 took it. Like, you know, when did you uh, try it on the Call of Duty yeah. where you can fill in the trigger? Feel the trigger pull. I think it just takes away I think from it's, like stuff like it's that. It's cool. Like a. Uh, proof of concept it's cool just to be like oh wow they did it okay now i'm gonna turn it off and never yeah. use it you know yeah. like <laughs> i just don't get the point really well i liked it in resident evil 8 when i played it on ps5 but that was a single player game i'm not too worried and that's about. also not like a twitch shooter yeah it's not like you're not 360 no scoping and no you know there's not like a but point, that game is very immersive time and i think kill. that added to it you know because you could feel it I in suppose. the trigger when you like pump the shotgun. Or... I'm just ready for VR to be the standard. I feel you. Like to be good enough that it becomes the standard. That just came out in VR too. Because it's not good yet. Like VR, like it's getting there, but it's not good yet. Yeah. It's not like, wow, I'm here. It feels like you're wearing a headset and your hands don't quite move the way you want them to. And, you know, like. Yeah. We ain't at that like Ready Player One style yet. That'd be tight. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're basically at time, and this episode is about nothing, and now we're just rambling about like member berries and video games once again, which I, I don't even play video games anymore, no. and yet I can still talk about it endlessly. What percentage of your life do you think has been conser- uh, consumed by video games? Are we talking... Your whole lifetime. Yeah, but are we talking like the time spent gaming, or are we talking time spent like as a gamer? Right, because let's say I only played video games for two hours one day. I still spent that whole day like being a gamer, even though being I wasn't a gamer. gaming. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, being a gamer. Well, I was probably maybe six when we got an NES, and I think we had that for maybe a year. And the next Christmas, we got the Super NES. You know, and I have always had a console and gamed pretty much since then. I, there was never a period in my life that I wasn't a gamer. And there are periods like now where I'll go a few months without touching a video game. 
but a lot of that also has to do with the fact that uh i know once i start it's going to consume all of my free time and i'm trying to make more responsible decisions with my free time so you could say about 90 percent of your life <sighs> probably yeah probably i'd say about the same yeah On that note, thanks for mathing. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know what the math is on that, but uh, will you take it? No, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> peace later.